everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on Essential Oil Healthcare Radio. I am Frank Ritz. I am flying solo today because Jackie is out and about. She's got a couple of things that she needs to take care of today. So I will be flying solo, but I hope that you will be uh, interested in hearing what I want to talk about today on the podcast. Today, we want to talk about something that doesn't get spoken about very often, but I feel needs to be spoken about a lot more often, and that is going to be the concept of essential oils and mental health. Now, before we get started, uh, of course, I want to make sure that for those of you that are listening, that this is not ever intended to be in place of medical advice. By all means, there should be a healthcare provider of some sort in your life, and we want to make sure that you discuss everything with them because this podcast mainly is just for informational purposes only. This is a lot of things that we have done, a little bit of research that we've done, and information that we have come up with in order to streamline some things for you to be able to help you make better decisions for your healthcare. So uh, by all means, don't uh, go and, and stop all of your medications if you're currently on something because you'd rather try something more natural uh, and, and not speak with a healthcare provider in order to successfully do that. So uh, everything that we're going to do and talk about today is going to be in reference to supporting your body and, uh, and ensuring that you uh, get the desired emotional results that you're looking for. Because uh, like I said before, I don't think that we speak about mental health enough in this country. Uh, I, I myself am a retired, uh, medically retired combat veteran of the U.S. Army. And uh, I also had the luxury of being able to take care of soldiers in the capacity of being a physician assistant. And uh, I saw way too much happening around me that I felt like I could be more empowering to my soldiers and other service members by being able to provide better support for them uh, because of all of the things that we all had to experience while we were on service. Now, one of the things that I have learned since being out of service is is being able to manage my, you know, symptoms, if you will, or being able to help support my symptoms in a much more natural way. And the way that I've been able to do that is with this mind, body, and spirit approach toward my health. I've realized that being able to, you know, take in consideration uh, a lot of self-care, if you will, a lot of self-awareness, I've been able to really hone in on having this uh, you know, sort of triangular look of mind, body, and spirit to be able to address the mind in order to be able to address the body and that they're all interrelated. And so over the course of the last about six years that I have now been out, uh, I have been able to put together some really good formulas for myself and some daily protocols for myself to really help out uh, with my overall health. Now, essential oils are just a small piece to an otherwise big puzzle, but I definitely want to talk about a some essential oils on today's podcast as well that can definitely help with supporting those emotions. And so uh, we will talk about a couple of them today, about a half of a dozen, uh, in order to be able to really help you be able to make some really great choices uh, to be able to have the uh, awareness of your mental status and everything like that in order to be able to really maximize your emotions and the way that you manage yourself every single day. And so let's start off with a couple of statistics. I wouldn't be 
<clears throat> excuse me, the research-based individual that I that I am without being able to start off with some statistics, is that about 75 to 80% of Americans currently actually uh, deal with some form of depression or have dealt with some form of depression in their life. Uh, usually by the age of 20 to 30 is where a lot of people uh, start really getting that understanding of uh, real life events, you know, that whole uh, understanding of things being sort of dreamlike, if you will, as we're growing up. And then the reality, uh, as I used to refer to it, of when I hit my 20s and I, uh, and I finished college, I was like, oh, wow, it's time for me to go ahead and do the real world. And, uh, and it was definitely an eye-opening experience for those first couple of years and the struggles that I know all of us have been able to undertake um, in our mid-teens to even early 20s uh, in order to be able to really <clears throat> be able to understand just how crazy of a world it can be out there. And so there is a growing amount of data now being able to be seen that we, in fact, are starting to understand our mind and the keys to our mind and being able to support our mental health in better ways than we have ever imagined. And so I want to first introduce the limbic system that we all have inside of our bodies. The limbic system is our primitive brain. It is the portion of our brain that has four different parts to it. And each one of these parts help coordinate a particular response, if you will, or a particular creation of a memory inside of the brain. So when we think of the primitive brain, we need to be thinking about the inside of the brain, not the gray matter. When I say brain and you think, oh, it's just that, you know, kind of like squishy gray stuff, if you will, that hangs out inside of our skull, that would be the actual portion of our brain that makes us humans. The reason why those large aspects of our brain tissue are there is to help us do stuff like coordinate and see and uh, be able to have speech like we are now and be able to uh, remember things and gain knowledge, right? But the primitive brain that I'm talking about is that that is on the inside. It is directly on top of the brain stem and it sits in the middle of the brain. And so the limbic system is the portion of the brain that can take different things that you receive from your environment and it helps you react to them. And then it may in fact actually reinforce memories related to that. And so there's a, there's this concept of a primitive brain or a reptilian brain. Well, the concept of fear and anxiety, uh, those actually resonate in your limbic system inside the primitive reptilian brain. And, it's good that we actually have a sense of fear with things because that's what helps keep us alive. And that's predominantly what the reptilian brain is all about. It's the thing that helps also, uh, you know, when it corresponds to the brainstem, it helps with things like, uh, you know, our heart rates and our breathing and all that sort of thing. It's the stuff that keeps us alive. Okay. So with that being said, the limbic system is directly related to the olfactory system inside of our nose. And we're starting to find out there's a great deal of research that not just doTERRA, but other aromatherapists have been doing in order to figure out what is the connection between the olfactory system and the limbic system. Well, we are finding out, and we already kind of know this because I'll give you a quick story about how it is with uh, with me, metaphorically, the 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 correlation between the olfactory or the sense of smell, if you will, and the uh, and the limbic system is that 
when you smell something, you can trigger an event or you can trigger a memory or you can trigger a reaction, if you will, in the body. And so what I think about is I think about, uh, you know, my, uh, my goings on with, say, freshly cut grass. When I think or when I smell freshly cut grass, I get this sense of nostalgia about my high school on a Friday night. Because I used to play high school football and I remember smelling the grass and it automatically now incites that particular memory in me. And that is my limbic system at work. So my olfactory system, my sense of smell picks up that fresh cut grass. The limbic system becomes activated, recognizes that. And then my memory of freshly cut grass on a Friday night at my high school becomes very vivid in my brain. Well, that is the essence of what we're going to talk about today. The limbic system will, in fact, be able to be manipulated, I should say, in a very positive way with the sense of smell. And that's where essential oils come into play. Essential oils are starting to be very much understood that different types of essential oils, like the groups of essential oils, can be used to elicit different types of emotions. And so, very simply put, We can utilize aromatherapy or utilize aroma in order to be able to elicit different responses that we are looking for, different positive responses. So if we take a negative emotion such as being fearful or having feelings of anxiousness or feeling down or grumpy or things like that, we can utilize essential oils in order to turn literally those frowns upside down. And so... um, That's what I really wanted to be able to discuss with you guys today is how can you take control of your emotions because you do not need to be a victim and you do not need a this this just chronic feeling of being overwhelmed. You do not need that every single day. And so I really wanted to make sure that we came on here today to help you out with some essential oils or different methods that you can use in order to be able to actually benefit your emotions in a very positive way. One other thing that I actually wanted to talk about was the fact that the limbic system as well as the prefrontal cortex, uh, which is really the house of where we can come up with conscious thought and reactions, is that I wanted to give you a quick little demonstration that you can utilize. So I know that we're only limited or we're limited by sound. I can't necessarily show you, but if I was to take my fist and and make a fist right with my right hand, the portions that I can see when I turn my fist and I look at it at me and I'm looking at the fingers that are curled into my palm, that sort of represents, and then my thumb kind of coming around the side there, that represents the prefrontal cortex or the cortex of your brain. Okay. So if you want to look at maybe the thumb side, Um, on mine, I'm doing it with my right hand. I would be looking at my thumb side being the prefrontal cortex cortex aspect of my brain. Now, if I open up my hand, then my palm, sort of like the middle of my palm, could be sort of like where the house of my brain is, the limbic system area, if you will, the center of the brain. And then sort of going down to the base of my palm, I'm now looking at more of like my reptilian brain, which is sort of like, you know, the functions of the brainstem, keeping us alive, right? Helping us with breathing, keeping our heart going, all of that kind of stuff. And then maybe down my wrist, you know, in the middle of my forearm, 
is about where you would see like spinal bones, right? So that could be like the top of your C-spine or your, your cervical spine moving on down through your forearm. Well, the reason why I'm giving you this diagram or this, this thing to look at is because it helps create a really good exercise that you can look at. So when you feel tense, right? Like you're going to like, I'm making a fist, right? Cause I'm fearful or I'm excited or I'm scared or I'm in that fight or flight mode, right? What I want to do is I want to look down at my fist and I want to go, all right, wait a second. This is what I need to do right now. I need to give myself time. Time allows processing of human brains. If we react to those emotions, right? If we react to the fear of the the feelings of anxiousness or being scared or whatever, if we react to that, then we may do something called blowing our top. And now if you're following along with me, open up your hand to make a, a big, like a high five, like you would give to a friend. And that's called popping your top. And what you've not, what you've done is you've allowed your uh, reptilian and primitive brain to take over instead of using that wonderful blessing of that prefrontal cortex to make conscious thought happen and you've blown your top. And so the, the way to be able to counteract that is to give yourself time. So if you're feeling emotional, right, instead of just allowing those emotions to sort of just come out of you, what you want to do is you want to just simply stop and you want to think about things and maybe even count to 10. And I have found this to be a very, very valuable practice because I have noticed that my feelings of, you know, being irritated or being disappointed or upset have subsided a great deal in my life because I have been able to give myself time. Because if you give yourself a couple of seconds to react to how you feel, you can make a much more rational, level-headed way of being able to react to that particular situation or that stimulus of whatever happens to you. And so I urge you, please start using that as a very quick exercise that you can do to not pop your top and to remind yourself to give yourself time and to think about what you are doing, process it, feel the emotions, and then be able to react in a much more logical and level-headed way. And that is the concept that I really wanted to make sure that we drove home is that if you give yourself time and you give yourself relaxation, the correct neurotransmitters can work inside of your brain and allow you to make better thoughts and better judgments of what is facing you in that particular situation. Okay, so let's go ahead and move on now to some essential oils that may in fact be able to help with your support of your mental conditions, right? And so the very first couple that we want to talk about are probably ones that if you've been using essential oils for any particular type of time, then more than likely you are pretty familiar with their abilities, okay? Um, just overall, <clears throat> excuse me, there is a really great um, kit that doTERRA has come up with. It has some blends of oils inside of it. It's called the Emotional Aromatherapy Kit. So this kit is six different essential oil blends, and each one of them is specifically sort of designed to have those types of oils in it in order to be able to help with, you know, managing a particular emotion that you are feeling, okay? And, <clears throat> excuse me, they range from ones that 
are there to sort of pep you up and invigorate you. Then if you look a little bit further, you've got ones that are more comforting and consoling and things like that. And then you've got ones that are just good for acceptance and the state of uh, feeling kind of like getting back to normal. And so when you subdivide those six oils into really what kind of they come up with, you've got different ones that are heavier in floral type of oils. You've got ones that are heavier in citrus types of oils. You've got ones that are heavier in trees and grasses. And then you even have some that are heavy in herbs and, uh, you know, some of the more spicier kinds of things like, say, like cinnamon or clove or something like that. And by utilizing these essential oils in that capacity, you can essentially take your emotion and be able to flip it a 180 by utilizing the essential oil that you feel, or the essential oil blend that you feel will actually be very positive for that negative emotion that you are feeling, okay? But let's go ahead and talk about single oils right now if we could, okay? And so we're going to start off with, you know, we're going to talk one or two florals, and then we're going to talk about a couple of citrus-based oils, and then we'll talk about um, really one or two herb-type oils that I really like as well in order to be able to stabilize and balance our mood uh, in order to be able to have a really, really good mental uh, health, right? To have overall great support for your mental health. All right. So first and foremost, of course, is lavender. I would not be doing uh, justice if I didn't speak with lavender first. So lavender is very well known, very well researched, and it actually can do a great job of helping you feel warm and fuzzy. All florals, to include lavender, help with a feeling of just wanting you to feel warm and caressed, if you will. Okay? It is really wonderful to, excuse me, consider lavender not only during the evenings, but maybe consider lavender during the day. Now, lavender, of course, can also give a feeling of feeling relaxed so much to where you want to go to sleep. Um, So, you know, be weary of that. You know, utilize lavender in one of three different ways. With essential oils, you can either use them aromatically, meaning out of a diffuser, or just sort of put a couple of drops in your hand and rub your hands together and breathe it in. Or you can use it topically, or you can even use it internally. A lavender is one of those essential oils that's made by doTERRA that you can actually use internally. Well, Lavender has just lots and lots of data that show that it does a phenomenal job of being able to actually sort of relax the entire body, right? It's really good for helping bring down negative emotions and things like that, okay? So lavender is definitely one that I have that I use all the time, okay? Another one that I like that's a good floral, it's very funky to pronounce, but it's called Elong Elong or Y Lang, Y Lang, in order for you to help spell it a little bit easier. But Y L A N G, Y L A N G. It's this really beautiful, very unique looking flower that we, uh, that we actually get from China, I do believe, if I'm not mistaken. We actually resource it from China. And it is fantastic for being able to calm the body. It's another wonderful floral that does um, a good job of actually being able to uh, just rest the body and relax it. All right. So Elong Elong, um, one of the cool things that I like when I've read some emotional books about Elong Elong is that it is amazing for helping with self-love. That is actually one of its largest sort of kind of more 
well-known in aromatherapy, but not necessarily more well-known, if you will, with just, say, you and I. But it is fantastic for being able to help you appreciate yourself. And so that's why I love Elong Elong very much so. Okay, so Elong Elong is definitely a part of my little cabinet of essential oils for mental health. Uh, next would be Roman chamomile. Uh, Roman chamomile, interestingly, is one that uh, is really just, golly, it is just so good at relaxation. Um, of course, chamomile should sort of strike a chord because chamomile is always been used in teas, right? Or a part of like um, people just getting ready for bed will use chamomile. It is really, really good for being able to um, help with feelings of anxiousness or like down feelings, if you will, right? So chamomile is really, really wonderful for that. Always really great to also help you get good restful sleep. Without good restful sleep, you're going to be irritable the next day. Um, and unfortunately, you may, in fact, become a little more, a bit more emotional because of that. And chamomile will help you get some really great sleep as well, okay? We also want to talk about some clary sage. Clary sage actually is kind of cool. Clary uh, is, if you trace it back, it's Latin for clear. Um, it comes from the word claris, which means clear. And so it actually helps provide clarity, you know, contentment, and even being calm, right? So uh, it actually can help you feel very uplifted. It's really wonderful inside of a bath, or you could use it topically, or you can rub it on your feet like I've known that some people do. Um, but, you know, clary sage is really, really great, uh, especially for women, in order to be able to help with clarity and the feeling of just being relaxed, okay? It's really, really great for that. So those are the florals. Well, excuse me, there's one more that I wanted to talk about, which was geranium. Geranium is wonderful um, as a really quick adjunct uh, to all of these other essential oils. Geranium is really uplifting. It can actually be very calming as well. Um, and so it is wonderful for being able to use as well. So if you like the smell of geranium, uh, Jackie uses it in her uh, in her facial wash, if you will, which is a really great way, I think, to be able to utilize geranium in such a way that you can sort of like have that nice positive outlook for the day. So that's why we love geranium a lot. All right, the one <clears throat> uh, group, the one or two other groups that I like to talk about, uh, let me start off with citrus oils, right? So citrus oils, if you were to just simply Google citrus oils and mental health, um, you will notice that you will find most majority of sites or research that you will see will be on bergamot or bergamot. Okay, bergamot and bergamot are phenomenal essential oils for, or I should say a phenomenal essential oil for feelings of anxiousness in the body. Okay, it has a very calming effect. Um, you actually can utilize bergamot or bergamot with lavender in a diffuser. That's the way that I love to use it myself. Um, bergamot or bergamot is a phototoxic essential oil. Okay. So it sounds really scary when I say that word, but I'm 
letting you know that I want you to use caution when considering using Bergamo because it can react with the UV aspect of sunlight and it can actually cause a discoloration of the skin. So uh, my recommendation is to always use Bergamo in a diffuser for the purpose of mental health. I don't think that there's any reason nor have I ever done it myself upon using Bergamo um, on my neck or on my back or whatever um, at all topically. I don't necessarily care to use it like that. I love using it in a diffuser. And so just remember, it is the most phototoxic of the citrus style of oils. And so I just want to make sure that you do not go slathering it on your body and then go, um, gosh forbid, to a tanning bed or go outside to the beach or something like that because I don't think that you're going to be happy with the results when your skin turns the color of uh, Barney the Dinosaur. Um, so definitely do not use bergamot uh, out in the sunlight, okay? Um, I love using it in the diffuser. That's pretty much the only way that I really like to use it. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it works wonders with lavender. I love the two of those together. Um, one last essential oil that I want to talk about is more of an herb. And I didn't feel like I would be talking about, uh, you know, mental conditions or mental health or mental acuity well enough if I didn't talk about rosemary. Rosemary is a really amazing herb, but also a just as amazing essential oil is that I did not know the positive mental benefits of rosemary until I actually started getting into essential oils. Rosemary has been shown to really help with the ability for mental awareness and concentration. And I really have noticed that if I'm able to have that brain fog, if you will, be alleviated, then I am able to process and utilize my wonderfully blessed cerebral cortex a lot better if I'm actually clear about what I'm even thinking about, right? So like a situation hits me or something like that, I'm able to actually think about it because I'm usually more concentrated and aware of what's going on, especially if I'm utilizing rosemary essential oil. So I would recommend to you, uh, rosemary essential oil is great for all members of the family. Uh, It's great for yourself during the mornings uh, in order to help with your concentration and your acuity. It's fantastic for kids while they're actually studying. Uh, if you got school age children, it's really wonderful during their um, during their study times to be able to really help promote concentration so they can actually focus on what they are studying. So those are the five or six essential oils that I really wanted to talk about. Um, I really want you to also be aware, <clears throat> excuse me, that you're not alone and that. I really want you to know that we are all here for you. And so uh, if you guys like this podcast, please share it with somebody who you feel could use a little mental health support um, because we need to create a community of individuals who absolutely care about one another. It really does take a tribe, folks. We have to be able to look out for one another. And, uh, you know, it's very simple that you could just share this podcast with somebody. Uh, Please make sure that you subscribe as well because we are always going to try to be bringing you the most critical and the most upfront and the most uh, useful and beneficial uh, essential oil uh, research as well as you know ways that we love to use it around our home to give you the feeling of empowerment 
to go out and use essential oils and live a natural lifestyle the way that you have always wanted. So um, please let us know how we're doing. Please, we love reviews and we love comments and we want to know that we're spot on with the content that we bring you guys. And so if you wouldn't mind, please leave us a review or leave us a, uh, a comment. And I know that I spoke about in a previous uh I spoke about in a previous uh, podcast about doing a giveaway of the new essential oil book, or I should say the new ebook that Jackie has created called The Home Apothecary, and I was going to give away three copies of that. So if you're listening to this podcast, by next week, I will pick three people. If you put a review or if you put a comment on our uh, wherever you're listening to us through on this podcast, we will select three lucky folks to receive the Home Apothecary ebook, the brand new book by uh, Jackie Ritz. Uh, we will select you guys by the next podcast. So please, we love reviews, we love ratings, and we absolutely love if you would subscribe to our podcast and absolutely tell others about it. All right, so anyway, uh, enough for all of that. Let us break here, if you will, for this podcast. I hope that you have found some good value in it. Go back, listen to it again, because hopefully there are some nuggets in there that you really can utilize uh, for yourself and for your friends. So until next time, I'm Frank Ritz. This is the Essential Oil Healthcare Radio Podcast, and we appreciate you so much for listening, and we cannot wait to see you again next week on Fridays for our next weekly podcast. Y'all take care, everybody, and have a absolutely blessed and wonderful weekend and enjoy this holiday season. We will talk to you again very soon.